Greetings and salutations, everyone. This is Kevin at uh, Podcast for Me. Podcast I made for myself, as well as for others, but mostly for myself. <coughs> I got a bit of a cough. I don't know why. Itchy throat and all that good stuff. I'll try not to cough into the mic, but that might happen, so forget. Um, it's cold here in February 27th, uh, 2018. I can see snow on the mountain. It's raining pretty hard last night. Yeah. Cold. Very cold. Nowadays. Where's the global warming now? No, I'm joking. (laughs) That's stupid. (laughs) I actually got an argument with uh, a couple of my friends on Facebook on that one. Uh, Well, a couple of my friends who I know in real life, but we were on Facebook because we're far apart. Weird that I had to explain that. But anyways, I was talking about... uh, I just posted a meme about global warming or something like that. I didn't really think much into it. Um, my my beliefs, and I could be wrong, and I'm willing to see evidence otherwise, is that, um, and I'm not willing to argue, though. Well, I don't mind seeing evidence, though. But natural consensus, I'm with the natural consensus that um, the, the, the planet is warming up faster than it should. Not that that it's warming i mean i think everyone kind of believes in that but the the main argument is whether uh people are the ones who are making it worse or is it um a natural thing and i think it's people making it worse that's that's just my view i i could be wrong you know i I just agree with the consensus of most people but then again, if I Google the opposite end, I could keep going in that direction to the end of the earth and totally believe the other end of the spectrum. That's what most people do when they uh, have a belief of some sort. They kind of uh, Google what they believe in, not how to debunk it. So that's how scientists are supposed to work. They're, they, uh, they, have, they, find, they get their theory, and they have to disprove it. And if they can't disprove it, then their theory is correct. As best as it can be, you know? And so, you know, like, not many people have disproved it. Well, does that mean? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) I say I don't know a lot, and, you know, I I draw attention to that. So I'm going to try to say I don't know uh, a lot less. Maybe? I don't know. Oh, I just said it again. Maybe because I truly don't know. (laughs) But isn't that okay? (laughs) All right, um, let's get into some some news. I think I'll do some more gaming and nerdy news because I don't think I do enough. I get too hung up on political views and such. But, you know, it's a podcast for me, so respect. Um, ah, Okay, so in the news, they had uh, Benedict Cumberbatch says that the MCU will explode into other dimensions. And so... He says in a comment that the, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't want to read the whole thing. He, he, he says that uh, the Marvel Universe has gotten so big that it's going to explode into other uh, dimensions. He used the word explode. And, um, duh. Yeah, I mean, like, that's not really newsworthy because, I mean, you know, when you when you read the Marvel comics, it's really about, uh, you got, they've already done, like, other universes a bunch. They've even converged all the universes into one. And uh, re, re, re-shot, rebooted their uh, whole line. And um, 
Like, I mean, that makes sense. You got that Th- that Infinity Wars coming out. You got the Thanos who gets the Thing Gauntlet. I mean, it's like an all-powerful thing. You know, I could see him. And since Disney has already purchased, uh, you know, Fox and everything, so they got the X-Men and everything, the Fantastic Four, I think, they could, you know, make movies with actual, like, because Wolverine's an Avenger. You know, that's a thing. And so is Spider-Man. They even have Spider-Man. So I guess, like, I could do pretty much a legit comic book, you know, like a comic book movie. So when Thanos comes to be, I mean, I guess they can incorporate other parts of the MCU, like X-Men versus Avengers. And that's a pretty cool comic unto itself. Um, You know, they could do all sorts of things with that, interlinked characters and such. I think this is when the death of the Marvel Cinematic Universe or comic book movies will happen because it'll be so conflated. You know, there'll be too much. Be comic this, comic that. That's all they're going to be. And people are going to get bored of it, just like the Western movies back in the day. People don't watch Westerns anymore. There's not that many sci-fi movies anymore like the 80s. I mean, it was sci-fi movies aplenty back then. And then, yeah, now this is just another genre that will just disappear. Uh, I don't know what the next evolution... I really do think anime would be the next thing. They try to do toys, but that can only go so far. Maybe that'll start up. Maybe they'll be toy toy movies, or maybe they'll just go back to westerns. Maybe that'll come back. <laughs> Who knows? Or maybe movies will be stopped being made altogether. You know, with the advent of 4K TVs and shit, and people just rather stay home. Movies become more of an expensive thing, which kind of comes to full circle, because... Back in the day, movies were more of a, a thing where uh, you dressed up for it, and then you would go. And then it'd be like once a year, or so, it would be an event, and it'd be great, you know? And you could say, oh, I watched the movie, but not everybody watched the movies, you know, nonstop. So maybe maybe we're going to calm down with this whole watching movie movies and movie theaters. Me, as a person of pop culture, I have begun to stop. I only watch movies sometimes in the theater. I don't watch every single movie. I remember back in the day, I'd watch a movie every week. That'd be the thing to do. It's Friday. Let's watch a movie. And now I've already scaled back. I, I could see pop culture doing the same thing, scaling back, only coming out with uh, movies every so often. It's weird, too, because you would have the one movie come out, and then that would have been out for weeks. You know, if you go back in time, you know, like Rain Man was like a movie that wouldn't work nowadays. If you ever watch Rain Man, that is a really good movie. I mean, really good storytelling, good acting. It was a great movie. And it came out in theater, and it stayed in theaters at number one for a while. Would that movie exist now as it is? No. Forrest Gump, great movie. It came out, and it stayed number one for a bit. A movie like that, would that be number one? Fuck no. Now, I know you had Dunkirk and whatever, whatever your thoughts on that, but I think that's more of a Christopher Nolan push, puts it in IMAX, and that made it pretty popular. But real, real, realistically, movies were, were all the money went into like the one movie, it came out, and it'd be out for a while. And so everybody over the course of weeks would have seen it, and then they would have all talked about it. You know, so maybe, maybe after the Marvel Universe, all these comic book movies kind of die off, you know, and they start making less and less because people just don't want to go anymore. Or maybe this is an infinite thing. Maybe people are going to constantly go to these movies. I don't know. Who knows the future? I don't. 
but I, maybe it will come full circle. Things do go go full circle once in a while, you know. You know, look, look like fads that sucked come back, and people think it's like a new thing. You know, think of a Sudoku. I remember that came back for a while, but that's really a, an American game called Numbers, and some Japanese guy took it to Japan, and then. <laughs> And then we came back with it. And then it's like Sudoku, this famous Japanese game. <laughs> so, I mean, fads go in and out, you know. So maybe this is just a fad. Maybe even watching movies is a fad. I do rather watch movie at home, you know. Maybe it'll be a thing where people can uh, get together in their own homes, watch movies again. Maybe we'll come back to that, more of a community. Remember community? I remember a time... When me and my friends would get together and watch movies at home. Now that's just an inconceivable thought. I mean, we we all have our own places and such. Every once in a while we get on the, the PlayStation and talk to each other. But usually we only meet up for birthdays. I mean, you'd have like groups and groups of friends getting together, you know, to do something. Now it's like a, a mythical thing. Or maybe that's where I'm in my stage of life because uh, I got a kid, you know, and it's hard to find a babysitter every now and then to get out or, you know, to have parties because your kid, you know, he needs to sleep. You know. Maybe that's just a stage of life. I don't know. I digress. I, I went from Marvel to life. <laughs> so, yeah, of course I'll go to other dimensions. That makes sense. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? Um,. Yeah, it'd be cool to have the X-Men versus Avengers. That'd be a badass movie. Secret Wars is what I want, where, all, where this humongous, powerful being gets all the heroes from other um, from other uh, parts of the world, and they all fight. It's, it's kind of funny. They're all on Earth, you know? All the, the greatest heroes come from Earth, you know? It's only a matter of time for them. That'll be the next Infinity War, Secret Wars. Or Convergence. That'd be pretty tight. That's just too much, though. Convergence was kind of convoluted. You know, all the all the universes combined into one. And they, like, Dr. Doom was the main bad guy, as he always is. And then he's always the main bad guy. No one notices that. In comics, you read comics, it's either Thanos or Doom. That's such a weird thing. Thanos makes sense, but Dr. Doom doesn't. He's a normal guy. And sometimes he has power, sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he learns magic, sometimes he doesn't. He gets a whole army of Thors. <laughs> they all have the hammer. That's really conflated. It has to be the next logical thing. It's got to be convergence. Then you can like incorporate other things. Disney owning everything. They can do whatever they want. They can have Star Wars and Avengers. They can have uh, the Simpsons and Avengers. Family Guy versus uh, Jurassic Park. I don't know who owns Jurassic Park, honestly. Well, well I digress. Let's go into... Next set of news. Avatar, The Last Airbender, is coming to Blu-ray. Me and my wife love this fucking show. Have you ever watched this old Nickelodeon cartoon called Avatar, The Last Airbender? I remember how it all started with me and my wife watching this fucking thing. She had already watched the series, I guess. I don't know how she did, but she did. I think she watched it with her kid when he was a baby. Something. Somehow she watched the whole thing before me and then the movie came out and my thing was i wanted to watch the whole show before i watched the movie i think i, I as i remember correctly i think i watched the movie first and then the show or did i watch the show first something about that i have to ask my wife i forgot <laughs> well, anyways i watched the show 
And my first thing to do was to hate it because it's a little kid's show. I really didn't want to watch the show. In retrospect, I remember not really wanting to watch the show or the movie. I didn't really care. It just looked cool. And I liked the director at the time, Shamaha Muhammad, whatever his name is. He made The Sixth Sense. It was like the fall of that guy. You know, he kept making bad movies after one after another. Well, The Last Avatar, okay, is a story about this uh, kid named Aang, who in the movie they called him Ong. I don't know why. But in, 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 the, in the cartoon, his name is Aang. And what he is is an avatar. And the avatar is a uh, being who, who can harness the power of four elements, earth, fire, wind, and water. You know, all old mythical kind of thing. And each there's a there's four countries that have that that they have the ability to harness these elements in some kind of a martial art called you know earth bending, and you have the earth benders, you have the fire nation, and you got the you know wind benders, air benders, and then the, the water benders, and they all they all had their own martial arts, you know, to harness the power of these elements and and I guess bend them to your will. And the Avatar, he can do all of them. And what the Avatar is, is a person who who brings the four nations together because he has all those powers. And when he dies, another one gets born. And when he, that person dies, well, the airbender is the, the newest one. And the Fire Nation uh, it went to kill the Air Nation and just conquer everybody by killing the Air Nation. I don't know. They took out the weakest one, the Air Nation, because they don't fight. They're just monks. They took them out. And Airbender, who didn't want to leave his dad at the time, his, like, you know, adopted dad or whatever, he, he retreated and he got, like, he ran away from home because he was going to be trained as a bender, like an avatar. And he didn't want to be trained as an avatar because he would leave his dad. So he ran away. And he gets caught up in a storm and he gets frozen for, like, a hundred years. He wakes up. The world's in chaos. And it's his fault. And he has to go through an adventure with this one girl, Katara, Who's a waterbender, and that's like a like a, a forbidden thing, I guess. I don't know. There's not that many waterbenders in her tribe, and uh, Sokka, who's this like genius, but he acts like an idiot. And together, the three of those people get more friends and conquer the Fire Nation, and that's the whole premise of it. And it's pretty good, pretty good, uh, pretty good thing. I hate. I wanted to hate it, so I watched the first episode. I'm like, it's too kiddish, right? But as I watched the show more and more, I found that the story was deep. The characters were were awesome. Uh, the world was lush, you know, and very bountiful. I like world building, and it did. It created a set of uh, rules, and you couldn't really break them, you know. And when they did, they could explain it. So that was pretty cool world building. Um, I had cool little scenes of uh, art when they would fight. They would, like the camera ro- rotate or something like that, or like I think they draw it and it looks like it's rotating. And they would do like cool little scenes, like explosions, and but they would repeat it in different views. But it, it, but that but that's what movies do. This is a cartoon, mind you. And the characters died. And characters died, you know, on a Nickelodeon show, which I think they could have went deeper with. But but since they were on Nickelodeon, they were held back. Which I don't know if that powered them to make better storytelling. Or what? And you can see that as they were developing this show, they uh, some characters seemed to meld better with others, but because they pushed a certain narrative, they went in other directions. I'm not going to spoil it, but this was a great find. I've been wanting this to be on Blu-ray forever, and now it's going to come out on Blu-ray. Uh, it's the 10-year anniversary of Avatar. That's legit. Uh, 
Uh, it's going to be at Best Buy on May 1st. I intend to get it. <laughs> May 1st. I mean, fuck yes, dude. I'm buying that whole thing and why? And I'm going to... I'm going to, what is it called? What's the word? Uh, marathon that shit in front of uh, my kid. And he's going to watch it. And he's going to love it too. I like the characters. I don't know if you can make a movie out of this. Maybe a Netflix show. Hopefully. I know they're going to want to <clears throat> put some tits and ass in that. Because there's kids. But Netflix really really needs to chit the, chill the fuck out. You know, they got, <laughs> they're like, we can do anything. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, if you, if you had, if you had, Took the show seriously without making it too graphic. Uh, I think you could really make a good mo- uh, set of series on that movie. I don't know if you could do. You try to when they try to make the movie, they try to cons- consolidate the entire um, what twenty six episodes or whatever in- into one uh, movie, and that's just really hard to do. I mean, I mean, I know Shama Heimer Heimer whatever wasn't doing that great. But I don't even think the best director writer could have made that into one good story. I mean, 26 episodes, that's what? I can't do the math. I don't know. That's a lot of episodes. Um, 13. 13 episodes each. So 13 hours. Couldn't You couldn't do it. It's really hard. So look for it, everybody. I'm not being sponsored by Last Avatar. I'm just glad they fucking made it. <laughs> And I'm glad they didn't do what normal people do nowadays is turn the, uh, like, release season one, two, and three on their own. Like other, like in pretty much any Blu-ray series of a cartoon or an anime or something like that, they release it by by seasons. Uh, Maybe they'll put it all on one disc if it's only, like, two seasons and they're real small. But usually you don't get individual seasons for 50 bucks i mean uh, into like a whole season like a whole show for 50 bucks usually they'll separate they'll sell it separately like 20 bucks each or something like that maybe even 30 bucks each i mean that's what star wars does and there's that's only like two movies <laughs> or not two movies but um two hour long movies and they'll put like three movies together and make it like a 40 bucks or whatever Alright, let's get into some news. I should have spread that shit out. Hmm. I'll remember that next time. Okay, so I read this news article that led me into another stream of thought. It said, sexting increases among teenagers, new research finds. So sexting means, you know, the sharing of sexually explicit images, videos, and messages through electronic means. Meaning, like, <clears throat> so I'm like, I'm going to fuck you, right? And then uh, all you are, what are you going to fuck me with? That's like dirty talking. Or you would send a picture of your penis then and send it to whoever guy or girl that you're sexting. And they would do the same thing. And then maybe a video, I'm going to do this to you or whatever. I, I think more of it's it's guy pushed. I don't really think, honestly, I mean, I was a dude in high school. And I, I have to say, I don't think women were like... Or girls were thinking in that way, <laughs> you know. I mean, I think most of that stuff is just guys acting out, and then girls acting out because they feel the need to, to do that. Really, uh, I, I guess maybe society has pushed us in that direction. But you know what? This has always gone on for forever. You know, if it's not sexting, well, sexting is like a new thing unto itself. But is it? I mean, like people back in the day probably wrote letters to each other, drew pictures and sent letters to each other you know that kind of thing and 
That's about it, really, honestly. <laughs> I mean, sexting, this whole this whole thing of cell phones and texting images at lightning speed is a new thing in human development. So, of course, naturally, uh, our kids are going to act out and go go towards this direction. Um, I don't think it's, this is another thing where I don't think it's really news. I mean, it's, if you... If you were to ask a person, they would say, yeah, of course that's probably happening. Uh, adults have trouble acting like adults. I can't imagine a child <laughs> or something like that. Not that I'm sexting. That's not my thing. You know, I, I always thought that was weird. But then I didn't grow up in that era. I, I wonder if uh, kids who are like, sexting each other when they grow up to be like 40, will they still be doing it? <laughs> what would be the new forum? VR, they'd be VR sexing each other, you know, from distances. That's probably the next evolution of things. Um, but then, I mean, it made me think about other things that people have with their cell phones and what they can do with it nowadays. I mean, like, if you think about it, okay, so I'm like 36, all right, and when I was young, it's like, if you if you wanted porn or something like that, you'd find a magazine or some shit like that, or you'd get in some tapes from your friends who had tapes or some shit like that, right? And that'd be a thing, right? You you could just do enough with just a magazine, but now you have cell phones, and cell phones have access to something we've never had in human history—a whole infinite wealth of everything on the phone. You know, pretty much whatever you want is there, and. So these kids are looking at porn, and they're gonna when they got these cell phones, they're gonna get a hold of these things, and they're gonna they're gonna just start googling things. First, they'll start with like brass or whatever, and then it'll just go further in. You know, next thing you know, by the time you're 18, you're looking at like animals or something. I don't know, man. Shit, you have the. I mean, when when I was in high school, it was like the horniness in a guy was like a fire that was inside of you you were like fucking raging when they say raging hormones i've always heard that term when i was a kid and as an adult but i never really thought about it but in reality raging hormones is really the thing i don't know about girls though like if i always thought as a guy i wanted it more than girls like and then like it was more about how to to talk to the girl in a way where she would want to think just like you or something like that. Man, maybe she really liked you, but it, it wasn't the same experience if you think about it because, you know, as a kid, you know, you're just, uh, as a boy, you're like, oh, I'm just going to plow into this person. And this person who has a, like, I think a female, if you're if you're getting it with the, you know, if a normal, uh, she can say normal, boy and girl, if they're getting it on for my uh, uh point of view i mean the girl i mean she you, you penetrate what they call as the hymen if you take her virginity right sex ed if kids are listening don't be listening Jeez, louise and if you do share share the, the podcast with other people because then i'll be more famous no anyways no um so like so the, i mean i don't know man this seems like that's i i guess like the first time for a girl it could be great i guess maybe i don't know I don't think so, uh, from my point of view. I'm a guy. From my point of view, it's it's more of a confusing time because you really are like supercharged, ready to go, and you're just it's like out of control kind of thing. 
and you, you're not that talented, trust me. You go, you do the thing that you're not supposed to do, and it's like, holy shit, and you're like, oh, you get all, you get all crazy with it, right? I'm not going to go into detail. I don't need to. But, I mean, it doesn't last long. And as I gotten older, I found out that, you know, you got to not take too long, but some things have to, like, prep. Like, you know, when you're with with a girl, you kind of have to do more things for her to have fun, which in turn makes you have way more fun. So, but I'm okay. I digressed really far. But with guys and girls, you know, with the internet as it is, when they're, if they're sexting and they're looking at porn all the time, because that's the next evolution, right? You have your phone, you're going to be looking at porn. So you start getting really hardcore, like intense, like, like raging hormone status, like around 13, maybe even younger. And it's like fire that's inside you and you just don't know what the fuck. You don't understand it because no one's really talking about it. Your peers aren't talking about it. I mean, yeah. You could talk to your parents, but what the fuck, are you crazy? That's stupid. Why would you ask your parents? That's disgusting, <laughs> right? And then, like, the teachers, they probably have sex ed, and you don't care because you don't want to be there. And you have a co-ed class, and you're with the, with girls, and you're like, fuck, I want, all I want to do is do this, you know? And, and then you got your cell phone, and, I mean, you could Google knowledge, but in reality, you're just going to look at some things. You look at porn. That's going to happen because it exists. If it didn't exist, you know, it, it, I, I would tell you this. It would be better if it didn't exist. I'll tell you why. As, you, as you're looking at porn or anything, if you get what you want, okay, take, for instance, bread and water. Why don't we just eat bread and water? Other than health aside, it's just bland, right? So you're going to want to add mustard to it or mayonnaise or something. And now you're eating like, oh, let's graduate to meats. Now I want to eat like just chicken. Oh, no, I want to eat steak. Now I want to eat prime rib, which is steak. I want to eat pork. You know, you just keep growing in taste. That's just taste. Look at movies. Why aren't we just watching black and white movies? No, they have to escalate because they're taste. They grow. And um, like dessert and sports. Actually, sports are pretty good. But, you know, you, you do want an increase in something. But anyway, foods is a, is a better analogy than anything. When you eat food, you're going to want more taste. Not everybody, but most people. And that's why food gets different, you know? You get more foods. Try Indian food. Try Mexican food. Try Thai food. Things like that. And you just, an, an amalgamation of all of them, you know, that kind of thing. And that's that's just taste, you know? Um so porn would be the same thing. I mean, honestly, you, you start with the guy and the girl, and then one guy and two girls, and guy and three girls, guy and pooping, and I don't know why does it always have to be poop? But it's out there. And as a as a as a boy with like a raging hormones, you, you're going to the well of knowledge quite a bit. The cell phone, you're looking at that cell phone, and you're googling shit left and right, and you know your your tastes are increasing. You know. Because you're getting what you want. Back then, we only had magazines, you know? And, and maybe if we were lucky, a VHS. But that mag- that's it. So, yeah, it's magazines. Like, you would look at the, the Sears catalog or something like that. Oh, man, look at that lady in the dress. This is real shit. Boys are like this. Um, and you're just looking at stuff. Because boys are visual. I don't know why we came up with this thing where men and women are saying and stuff. But, you know what? No, boys are visual. They, they like seeing things. That's that's most of what they are. And, you know, and of course, you know, getting it on, of course, you know. <laughs> but um, 
if you if if a boy keeps doing that and then starts getting all hardcore with it, then he turns like eighteen. He's got like seven years of hardcore looking at stuff, free reign, you know. I mean, now he's got this thought process because the brain is developing. He's thinking it should work like this. I should talk to girls like this. I should be able to do this and that. And why can't I do this and that? And girls, I don't think are the same. I don't think they're looking at porn all the time. They probably look at it and go, ew, nasty, and probably look away. But they're not going to the well seven times a day or some shit like that. They're not getting after it, you know. Maybe they'll look at it once in a while. But they're not, they're not like 24-7. If that was a thing, we'd have probably more babies. You know, if women really thought like guys did, we would, they would look at porn and they would think like, I mean, it would just be game over. There'd be babies everywhere, left and right. If that was really a thing. A lot of people were like, men and women are, are, are the same. There's no genetic. There, there's some kind of a weird thing where like genders don't exist or whatever. No, 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 they exist. I mean, for real, if, if men thought like women, like exactly, 100%, beat for beat, There'd be lots of there'd be a lot of fucking going on in high schools and stuff. You'd have kids everywhere, everywhere. You know, because guys aren't as picky when they're when they're hungry. You know, like you you got a lot in you and you want to get it out of you, and you'll take anything. You know, you get to a point. And I don't think women are the same. Uh, those are my thoughts on that. But like for real, like. I think that it's happening now in uh, in our society is men are being rejected and they have oh, boys I should say boys are being rejected at an increasing rate you know and it's like they don't know how to cope with this rejection you know when I talk to a girl it's not working or when I do this it doesn't work and they don't know how to cope with it in today's society you know we're all about not winning we're all about this kind of weird process in which we're like you know, everyone's a winner kind of thing. And that's in America. You know, that's a thing. Sixth place, sixth place uh, badge or something like that. Or, you know, it's not about winning. It's about how you play the game, that kind of thing. Which some of that is wise, but not all the time. You, you do want a winner. So, you want to win because it sucks to lose. And that's what galvanizes you to do better the next time. Hopefully, one would hope. But now we're doing this thing where everyone everyone can get a chance. Everyone has a pop. Everyone's a winner, right? And uh, here you are, it, raised in a society of everyone's a winner, and you get rejected. And you're like, what the fuck? I must be the only one. Some people take rejection better than others. But most times, nowadays, I mean, guys are getting rejected a lot, you know? And especially with this whole uh, hashtag me too thing. You know, women have started doing this this movement thing where they're like, hey, yeah, you got to consent everything. Consent every 30 seconds or some shit like that. And, you know, that sucks. I mean, hashtag me too is a legit thing. You know, you shouldn't be sexually assaulted, right? But it went too far and too fast. And it went to a point where now if you hug, it's it's you hug too much. You're fucked. You know, you've, you've assaulted that person with a hug. You know, as opposed to someone like truly assaulting you, like slamming a door, locking a door, and saying, "Hey, you better give me this, or you're fired." I mean, that's pretty bad. Not even admitting there's a spectrum of things, knowing that you know, uh, you know, there's a difference between I'm gonna choke you to I'm gonna hug you. You know, there's there's a difference. I don't like that hug. I don't like that choking. You know, I mean, it's all the same thing, right? 
I mean, a hug is easier to deter than someone trying to choke you. I'm just saying. Um, and then, I mean, if like it inappropriately, if you don't like hugs, that's that's your thing. Make it known. But we've we've we have effectively lumped up a lot of things into the same in the same kind of thing of assault. And so men are being rejected left and right. Now they don't even know how to talk to girls because now what they've learned say say we say take the kid for instance. He's looking at porn all the time, and at the very end of it, you know, he's getting rejected. I mean, it's only a matter of time between if you have like a rejection rate at that high. I mean, it's only a matter of time before the one kid who can't cope with rejection goes crazy. Now he feels alone. He's been rejected, you know. And usually rejection deals with the parents, right? They're not really, <clears throat> they're not like helping you cope with rejection and loss. Especially the crazy people who are hardcore into everyone's a winner, you know, losing isn't, winning isn't everything, that kind of thing, you know. I'm not saying go to the distance, beat your kid in winning or anything like that, but winning's good, losing's bad, learning from losing's good, that's a, that's a thing, that's what I try to teach my kid. So you got a kid whose parents aren't teaching him rejection, and, you know, it, he wants what is imaginary that doesn't exist, you know porn as it is is imaginary and to the highest extreme it's not like that at all you know in human interaction you know if life was once again to be more babies or something like that or more abortions or whatever so you got this kid who does is raised in a society where winners aren't a thing and his parents are teaching him about rejection he's getting rejected his parents die he's it's mostly neglect that teaches this nonsense he's neglected Girls aren't into him. Probably has no friends, and then he shoots up a school. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's just going to happen more and more, only because the media really gives like fame, infamous infamy, but fame nonetheless. Where where here you are acting out, you get to be recognized for the first time in your life for doing some heinous act. You can go and shoot a bunch of schools. You're going to be on TV, and you will be known for the first time, maybe ever. Really? And forever? Uh, not really. I mean, reality, that's not going to happen. But that's what's going on in your head. You want you want attention for the first time ever. Well, that's why you have most of these gun issues. <laughs> it all came from porn. Probably. I mean, they really should outlaw that stuff. I mean, like, it is an unrealistic thing. And it only makes you want to look at more and go further in. Because it just gets more, you know progressively worse i mean like people shitting on each other and you know shitting in a cup and eating it i mean like that shit wouldn't exist if like like if it hasn't increased but then again you know censorship's bad too right i don't know it's a tough issue it's very nuanced you know censoring something that people want to do i have this counter proposal maybe they should do some kind of a to like maybe they should i don't know regulate that stuff maybe maybe it should regulate the porn industry in a way in which you know they have to the women who are doing this pornography thing you know maybe maybe they should be regulated in a way where they're like uh they have to do psyche vows to make sure that they weren't molested or anything and they're not being taken advantage of i don't know i don't fucking know i'm not the guy but maybe maybe regulation if you disagree let me know in the comments uh the you can make a review on itunes or comments in the soundcloud um, what I was gonna say. In other news, we got this uh, 
guy more about that let's see segue <laughs> into this uh one guy uh, uh the news article says jake jake taper skewers florida sh- sheriff over failure to act on shooting shooter red flags okay so this uh, sheriff guy right he he's been in the news about like advocating for i mean better gun control or more more um or something for the sheriffs or like police department to do more than just answer phone calls and such, right? And then a full Florida representative was like wrote a letter and said it's this fucking they they knew this shit was going down and they didn't do anything and th- this guy should retire or whatever, right? And then so this news reporter, right? CNN Jake CNN's Jake Taper. I don't really watch CNN per se. I just read the news. That's about it, really. And this guy busts this dude's balls about it. Um, he's, you know, what's cool about that? I thought CNN was uh, liberal, you know, I thought that's what they were. And Fox was Republican. I don't know. I could be wrong, but see the sheriff guy, he's not, he's, uh, he's talking about gun control. So that puts him against Republicans and CNN should push that agenda. Right. But now they're, I guess because Trump called them out for fake news. I don't know, but he's pushing this guy. And uh, the interview is going back and forth. And you can tell that, I don't know how this sheriff, this guy, became head honcho because he doesn't really know how to talk. Maybe he's nervous because of the news report. But usually when you get in a place of power, you knew how to talk to people and signal certain things to get to that position, right? So maybe it's just done differently to become a a sheriff. But, uh... This this taper guy really pushes him on several issues, and the reality is he go he's talking to him about like well, you knew about this shit why didn't you do anything and he goes we learned about it, but this is all like if ands and buts you know and he, chocolate nuts or some shit like that he says some kind of weird thing like that <laughs> and um, and uh, he says like you know that's why we learn shit and then we figure out what we could have done better you know and you know what you know from his point of view he's he's got a point right. You don't know until you know, but you did. Why, why didn't you follow up on those uh, reports? Unless, like, it's a thing, which I can understand, is you're getting reports on many people saying that they're going to shoot up a school. Maybe that's a thing. If that's a thing, then maybe you should have said something. You just forgot to say that. But if not, why didn't you follow that up? I mean, if it's just nothing, why not follow it up? Put some fear into them, right? Or if there's a reason you didn't, explain the reason but as far as we got here is lessons learned after actions that's what he says and he goes uh it wouldn't have been done perfectly in la and chicago no you know what the this uh, israel guy he's not listening to what's going on this this taper dude's telling him hey why didn't you do anything you know why isn't there a policy if the, if not why don't you put a policy i mean he didn't say that he i mean that should be your thought process right i mean if if you're not, I mean, if you're not following up on these 17 phone calls, and the reason is because you get too many phone calls, say that, and that would help you out. If you just didn't do it because you just didn't think it was a thing, I guess say that too, you know. I, and then then it would be said, why didn't you follow up? Why isn't that a policy? Let's make that a policy. That let's fix that. So boom, there you go. If it does become a policy and it changes let us know but here we got a thing where the gravity of the situation is intense 17 kids died and you want to blame people you want to blame guns you want to blame 
cops you want to blame children you want to blame society blame needs to go somewhere for the loss of these 17 uh, people not kids they're not all kids i think two of them are teachers but um i mean this was some good reporting i have to say this is a good interview really lit this dude up it's kind of weird though he did speak out against republicans in a way and uh, against gun control and uh, now he he now he put that light on him, and now like they're calling for him to get fired. They're calling for him to get resigned. Conspiracy theory one on one is it's because he's trying to affect change, and now he's getting getting done in. Or this could be a very nuanced thing, and no one's really paying attention. I mean, this guy should resign if that's the thing. I mean, if if you feel that you could have done more and you didn't. Um, because you guys were lazy. I mean, if that's a real thing, I mean, really question that. I mean, I know people don't want to take response. This this all goes back to not taking responsibility for your own actions. Did you hear this phone call? Did you hear these 17 phone calls or whatever? Or how many phone calls and say, you know what? This ain't real. Or it would be too much work to, to talk to the person and see what's up. It would just be too much work. So I just sit down. People do get lazy. But your laziness did cost 17 people to die. It was kind of hard to admit that, admit where you failed. That, and that's that's really what the crux of it is. People can't admit their, their failures. I mean, it's, it's hard, though, because they have ramifications. I'm pretty sure if we had a society in which if you got fired uh, and you, you, you weren't poor and you can go to destitute, you know, I think more honest people would exist because these people fear for their jobs. Of course, they're not going to tell the truth. You know, I mean, what if this lord, if this sheriff resigns? I mean, it's done. He's done. I mean, no pension or whatever or something. You know, I mean, it's all downhill. And the people who are underneath him, who fucked up, probably they can't admit the, the truth. Even if, if, even if they didn't fuck up. You know, they could admit the truth because any any truth right now would fuck them over because people are looking to blame. That's true. That's what's going on. And uh, we're blaming guns and everything else, which brings me to another subject. Gun control. I should have kept this in riff section. Uh, well, let me let me come back to that. We'll come back to gun control. That would have been a good segue. All right. Um, last news story, Florida shooter or shooting survivor says he will not return to school until a new gun control law passes, which he then later says, Annie bill, and I'll go back to school. He's 17. Um, man, more power to you, dude. You're a brave man, Mr. David Hogue, who, uh, is rallying for gun control and all that. I'll get you. You're not going to go to school until something happens. How long can that ha- how long can that go for? I mean, I mean basically you basically you need a GED, you know, and you're not going to get it because you're not going to go to school until this shit goes down. So you're going to waste how long? How many how many months are you going to go? How many years are you going to go without finishing high school? I understand what you're doing, man. I, I more power to you, dude. You want the gun controls to change. You want something to change. You want to. You want to find someone to blame something, and you're not going to go back to school. That's a bummer, right? 
uh, uh, what do you think, guys? I mean, like, really, what what could you do? Ah, oh, man, I don't know what to say. I, I really, I read this article. It's not much of an article, really. It's more of a headline than an article. But he does say, any we'd be tougher. But man, it not going to school for that cause, and you're just a 17 year old kid. Is is that just? I mean, what can you do? Uh, I mean, your life could be ruined because you didn't finish high school. I, mean, but at least you got gun control. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it won't get changed. I mean, that's rough. I don't really know how to riff about that, honestly. I mean, on one point, I mean, it's it's cool that he's you know he's young, he's rallying, but he's not gonna go back to school. Because they're not going to change gun control. Maybe you should went on a hunger strike or something. I don't know. Maybe they would have changed something. I don't know. Was it very calculated? Sounds like it more of a from the heart kind of thing. That's what the youth do. They go from the heart. That's cool. Shows us old people about the youth of who we were. But not graduating high school is a bit big thing. Man, don't let this guy win. This guy killed 17 people, and he, now he's taking away your uh, high school education, the things you could do in the future, just because you wanted to change gun control. Maybe maybe go back to high school, become a lawyer, effect change. Maybe that'd be the thing to do, as opposed to just not going to school, <laughs> playing video games. I don't know what, you, what he's doing. He, he, said, he did say that, though. All right, let's go back to gun control. Let's go in the riff section. Riff section, section of riffs, riffing. But what have I been doing? I did the news section, and I was riffing there. But this is just pure riff, riff, riff. Not rough, rough, but riff, riff. Okay. So I wanted to talk about gun control again. We're going to call that gun control too. I mean, it's such a charged convo, isn't it? But um, here you got rocket launchers, Okay. Assault rifles and rocket launchers. Can you imagine how much killing you could do with a rocket launcher? I literally had to Google how to get a rocket launcher. That's really fucking hard to do. I mean, Google-wise, because <laughs> it goes into video games. We'll see, like, a, like a, when, you, when you're talking rocket launchers, you're talking about video games and shit like that, right? And, um, yeah, I, I looked at the, I, the closest I could find was a grenade launcher, in a rocket launcher let's see how oh, i found one gun, gun. so you have to get your hands on a um, a permit for it uh like a atf permit I, this isn't pertaining to grenade launchers you, you have to get the at some atf like permit and then after that i guess it's easy you just go and get from a dealer or whatever you know that i mean i mean if it was that easy Okay, so you're a kid. You were able to buy a assault rifle, right? I mean, you could have done more damage with a fucking grenade launcher or a rocket launcher. Why didn't you get that, okay? Now, this is a facetious question. Not facetious, a uh, hypothetical. Why didn't he? must have been pretty hard, right? It had to have been. It must have been easier to get the rifle. So I'm, I'm just saying, why don't they make the rifle, the assault rifle at least, make that more unattainable like a rocket launcher or a grenade launcher why can't you put it in that class i mean per really what do you need an assault rifle for are you hunting you don't really assault hunt with an assault rifle 
what because people are going to come after you and attack you in your house how many times does your house get broken into guy maybe you should move um and besides isn't it easier to have a handgun a handgun could do as much damage as an assault rifle where you could do machine gun a dude down like assault rifle like put it on full auto or semi-auto just go ba 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 destroying everything in your house to kill the one guy when a normal shotgun could do the trick i mean legit wise people are gonna get guns man that's gonna happen but at least can we can we put more controls on rocket launchers or grenade launchers i'm, I'm pretty confident if you were to buy one the fbi probably looks in on you without you knowing i mean that makes sense so why can't we have a talk about that why does it have to be no guns at all because like you got these guys fighting for guns and they're like uh no, if you take our assault rifles, then they'll come for our handguns, and we'll never stop. But you look at these other countries that don't have access to guns as we do. There's not that many um, shootings going on, you know. There's not that many, like, yeah, it's, it's really hard. You'll get knife people. That, that's going to happen. You can't stop that. You'll get people who will run people down with cars, but we haven't outlawed cars. But that, that's a rare occasion. So once again, it's only happened once or twice, you know, within a given two, three years. But guns, we're having it every year. We're having a shooting every fucking year. And we're not doing anything different. And I'm just saying, like, man, if you just made these assault rifles a little bit more unattainable, like, you know, like rocket launchers, or not even sell them at all, make them like a blacklist or something, you would take the kill ratio down. I mean, it'd be hard to kill a lot of people with just a handgun. I mean, if you ever fired a gun at 10 yards or 15 yards, which isn't that far, uh, the way, and if you're like, uh, if, even if you train, you, you still miss a couple, let alone with the adrenaline rushing of trying to kill kids. I don't know. But why is it there's no talk of that, you know? Why isn't there any, it's always, we're trying to blame other people. We're trying to blame the sheriffs. We're trying to blame the person, if that. I mean, I don't even think we're blaming the person because the person already admitted guilt. So we've moved away from that. But we're not really trying to study why did he do it. This motherfucker's alive still. We haven't really jumped into this kid's like mind and figured out why has he done this. Critique him a little. He's probably mentally ill, people say. It's not always mentally ill. Well... Do normal, sane people shoot up schools? Like, are you normal when you go and shoot a school? Because that's normal? No, you're abnormal. You shot up a school. Of course you're mentally ill. <laughs> and then, like, was he on psych meds? Now, that, that really really pushes a factoid on onto the person. If he was on psych meds, he was trying to get better. At least. And it just wasn't working. So there's something to be said about that. Psych meds don't really work that well on crazy people. How did he get those psych meds? Who prescribed it? Probably a doctor. Nah, I don't know. I didn't really look into it myself. But um, I do know that we do prescribe psych meds. Like, uh, and psych meds, you know, Zoloft, uh, Wellbutrin, you got... You got your Xanaxes, keep you calm, Zoloft for depression. 
You know, there's all types of different variate Prozac, Valium. Well, Valium's a muscle relaxer, but also chills you the fuck out. You know, they prescribe it other than Xanax when you go into an MRI machine because you have anxiety. We prescribe these meds, man. At doctor, doctors of everywhere I've ever worked, and lots of doctors I've worked with, they all prescribe these medications to these people depending on what they say. You know, they have... and. They really are protected by the doctrine that they're really not doing any harm. They've proven that they needed it because of the diagnosis of what they had. Anxiety. You can get Xanax. You know, depression. That's a diagnosis. You get Zoloft. Shit like that. I mean, it should be mandatory that you cannot prescribe these medications and only psych can prescribe these medications. They have to go through psych. Like an actual psychiatrist. That's not a thing that's happening. No, 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 no. Some doctors do it on their own. They'll they'll prescribe the Adderall or whatever, whatever mental disorder that you have, and they'll they'll maybe prescribe a little bit, and then you have to go to the psych, or you go to psych, and then they're the ones who prescribe it. But that's not that's not the case with everybody. Most doctors will just give you what you want, uh, depending on what you say to them, diagnosis wise. That's not a real like hidden thing but uh and everywhere i've ever worked or externed or interned for that's what they do i mean even when i was a kid my kid well i could say kid you know 19's kid like i remember i had an ear infection i got like vicodin or some shit like that because my ear hurt or something like that you know vicodin that that does change your uh uh your uh, brain you know opiates things like that i mean i, I don't know it's <laughs> The mentally ill people are are out there and they're getting these meds and i okay i talked to this one guy he was in the know he read a book or two you would say he said that crazy people are weird because they can have something in their mind in the way of like a personality disorder they're naturally in their brain naturally like oh i hate this person or i'm crazy or something like that and when you introduce the psych med to them when their brain was working normal now their brain will work abnormal. And now they got that, including the craziness that they have. And that will make them do even more hardcore craziness, you know? I mean, because it takes an extreme person to just shoot up a school. It's not like your everyday Joe. And he probably was on some kind of a psych med. I don't know why that's not a discussion. Was he mentally ill? We're moving away from why they do it. Well, talk to the fucking guy. You have him. Figure out why he did do what he did. Find out what drugs he was on. You know? Like, we're, we're going to blame the guns. I get that. If he had, he would have done what he did probably with a knife or, or a rocket launcher. But his kill ratio wouldn't be as high. Did I say rocket launcher? I, I read the word rocket launcher and said it out loud. That's why. But homeboy would have done what he did no matter what. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. You, n- you never know. But he wouldn't get a high KO ratio with assault rifles. So you could attack that. But more to the point of why the individual person did that. And why are these people doing these things, you know? Why are we in the dark about America's mentally ill? You know? We're separated from each other. We don't join up in communities as much. You know, I, I get that there's some people that do. But what's the majority Honestly, everyone just kind of just goes home and does their own thing. They have their own lives. I don't know. 
What's this one, police? And what are the police talking about anything? Shouldn't they have more of a say about this whole teachers? Okay, so the, the, in the know, in the year of 2018, February 27th, we're saying that um, uh, teachers should have guns too, which is stupid and ludicrous. I have actually gotten several arguments with my friends about this. But some, some of my friends were like, yeah, 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 they should have guns and shit. I'm okay with that. Have you ever talked to a teacher? No offense, teachers, but... I mean, high school kids get pretty rowdy. And I remember being in high school and talking shit to teachers and other people talking shit to teachers. And they flip out. Some would flip out. Substitute teachers would flip out. If they had a fucking gun, they would shoot you. <laughs> if they could, they could get away with it. Shit, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. That's easy. Cops who, like, a small percent of cops overreact and they have guns and they kill people when they shouldn't have that that's a small percentage but it happens now you want to arm another percentage of people in which not all of them but some would shoot you they didn't have guns before and now they do and now some will shoot you that that could happen then again yeah i mean because you're you're forced to have a gun on premises now i'm pretty sure not as many, but there's probably a small percentage of people bring guns to their school, but not everyone. And that's probably why we haven't had any teacher shootings. Probably that's a thing. I don't know. I haven't Googled it. And I don't want to. But arming teachers isn't the way to go. And why wouldn't we ask cops about that? So you hear there's a shooter at a school. You don't have the information. You're going to, to, to the school dialed to 10 from one being calm, ten being fucking erratic, you get there and you start shooting whoever has a gun. Why don't we ask cops what would be would be safer? A teacher having a gun or a teacher not having a gun? Like really, why aren't the unions getting involved in this shit? Why aren't they talking more? Why aren't they having a bigger voice? Other than this fucking sheriff guy, why aren't police having more of a voice? I haven't seen any policemen step up or something like that and say, Yeah, man. Teachers having guns, not the way. Or, conversely, teachers having guns, that's the way to go about it. Fuck yeah, all the way. Hoorah, or some shit. And then people try to get away with the thought process of, you know, vets. Vets can have guns and they'll be at the schools. The motherfucker, have you talked to some vets? They have a fucking gun <laughs> at the school. They're, they're like the same people who didn't get respect when they were kids. I mean, like, if you really, if that's what you want to do. You want to have a gun and go to the school and fucking wait for a kid. That's your goal. That is your fucking goal is to sit there, wait for a kid to flip out and shoot him. That is what you're there for. And that's what we want to push. We want to push people to be there to shoot kids. You know, that's what their sole purpose for being there is. Maybe you could say a deterrent, but a deterrent who is also there to shoot these fucking kids if they get out of line. All bad. More guns. Not the, not the, not the real way. I don't think so. And why aren't cops saying anything? Why aren't we talking about the mentally ill? Why aren't we talking about cops? Uh you know, wanting more guns there. I mean, a fucking SWAT team. I remember this one news report of a guy, like, I guess he called the cops. He walks out. SWAT team shoots him because he fit the description or he reached for his waistband or whatever. And that's SWAT team getting called in. They didn't have much info. They just had info that there was a guy with a gun or something. And so they went over there and they shot this motherfucker. I remember when I was younger... I was uh, I was being chased down by some random car, 
and um, like I saw a cop and I went to talk to him and he pulled his gun out on me and he thought I was running to him or away from him or I was hiding a weapon or something and this cop just fucking beast mode onto me and I'm like a guy with comic I literally had comic books in my goddamn backpack I mean I don't I don't know about you guys but you know I don't I've never seen a comic book fucking nerd shoot up a school maybe this guy was a nerd I don't know I'm just saying but cops are dialed to 10 all the time that's that's a thing and now you're going to have them dialed up to 10 and they're going to shoot everyone. You got a gun, boom, you're done. Oh shit, he was shooting the kid. Oh my bad, let me shoot the kid too. Bam. That kid's done. More shooting. They had trained cops. I remember reading a news story uh these two cops were off duty or something and some guy came out with guns or some shit, Muslim dude, and uh they went and shot him. And they shot like 18 other people by accident or some shit like that. And that that's a thing. You know, those trained people, supposedly trained, and they're under fire and they're shooting. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson tweeted out just the other day. He said, um, can a stupid motherfucker tell or some shit like that? Like a, a person who's been in a firefight tell Trump what what it means to be in a firefight or some shit like that. Meaning when you're getting shot at... <laughs> And your your adrenaline's already pumping. You you don't shoot right. You just don't. And that's a trained individual. You're not hitting the head all the time. Maybe the seals and if that, but you're not aiming dead center all the time. You're just fucking crazy. You know, ah shit, you're scared. There's gunshot. Kids are dying. A lot of adrenaline. You have a gun. Holy fuck. You're shooting. You're not gonna kill shoot that guy one bullet to one person. No, you're gonna shoot all around him. Shoot other people by accident. And you want to fucking put teachers in that position. And then the, the next argument, lesser than that. We will we'll have fucking vets do it. Because vets are so hardcore. You know, they're, they're under fire. They're ready to kill people at schools. There's not that many vets that can do that. You know, you have some vets that are pretty good and they're proficient at guns, but not all of them. And then they will say they're good at it. Maybe there's a test you can do. But even then, you're going to have somebody who's been at war waiting for a kid to kill another kid so you can use your opportunity to shoot the person i don't know that's that's tough all right that's my rant on on gun control uh let's let's do some more ranting or riffing renting riff riff rant <laughs> uh religion new and old okay so you got religion right Back in the day, you had religion, and you have religion now. And what is it mostly comprised of? You got the community leader, the priest, or what have you, and then you got the people of the parish, and uh, their community. And you guys are all every Sunday or whatever, or discussing a set of values that you've all agreed upon by God or whoever uh, that to do to do good or whatever. Let's just be good people, right? And that's your community. And that's and that's what you have. Some of it bad, some of it good. You know, let's 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 abuse women, that kind of thing. You know, that shit sucks. And that's what's destroyed religion onto itself is the bad. And say, okay, I own a parish or, or I'm a priest and in my community I know that this one person's doing bad, but I'm not gonna do anything about it because it's God's will and what have you. And when it comes out that this shit went down 
say say you, you another priest did something you don't fucking violently go after him you just like oh that shit happened let's move him to another priesthood see that shit destroyed religion onto itself but religion didn't have to be a bad thing it could have been a good thing it's a set of values you ought to agree upon let's have community let's get together i'm cherry picking the best parts of religion not the bad parts but the best parts the best parts are great why can't we still have that everybody why can't we all have a community uh, some kind of a person or people that are wise that you listen to, you know, and, you know, and then uh, just agree that, hey, let's just be good people, right? You know, we don't have that anymore. But now we have a new type of religion and uh, religions. And they're propping up because there is, in the absence of community and religion, they have this new thing where you can be by yourself, but with a community and that's on your phone. You can Facebook people. You can tweet people. And in this, this new religion kind of thing, you have a set of values that you and other people on the Twitter or the Facebook have all agreed upon, you know, and you all commune on your Facebook or uh, Twitter and you go out and you do things in that name. You don't, you don't even know it. You know, you have these set of values that are in your head and you don't even know it because religion doesn't exist anymore. Now this is your new religion. It, it is the same thing. You are getting together on your little Facebook, talking about things, uh, agreeing on set of values, and you you have no, I don't know. There's no checks or balances on this. You just it's just you and that. And then you go out to the world and you talk to other people, but you have these values in your head, right or wrong. And that's new. That's that's what happened when religion died. This went. This came into its place. And just like old religion, that could be good and bad. This can be. This too can be good and bad. So here you are in your new religion, and you have a thought process like you've agreed that black people are bad. You can very well get with more people that think just like you do. And then go out in the world and then think the same way you do. Treating people differently. Or it could be good, you know? You you could be like I, I'm I'm pro pro gay, right? I mean and you set of values and, and you go out to the world and you treat gay people better. But that could be manipulated as well. You can you can be someone who thinks that Children could be, you know, taking hormones to be transgenders or you're a sac you're a transphobist because you don't like men who look like women but have penises. You're transphobist because you you don't like a particular thing. So obviously you're the problem. Rather than I just don't like sushi or whatever, you know. <laughs> you can't just be normal. There's more evil up there with these religions. And it is because you're not really talking to a pe person. You're not really trying to learn. And I think people are just more adept to towards this kind of way of thinking where like back in the day people had religion and only maybe certain few people thought some of these parts were wrong and questioned their religion. But they weren't the majority. They were the minority. And now you have this new religion where... Once again, groups of people are going into these these modes of thinking, and there's plentiful. They're plentiful of them. They're kind of glopping together, and they're eating their own. But they're all ways of thinking, and 
only outliers are, are, are the ones saying, hey, whoa, let's, let's, let's put the brakes on this. This way of thinking is wrong. But because, like all religions, there's too much of a majority, and they they feel they push out the outliers, the ones that say, "Hey, wait, maybe we shouldn't give the child who's four hormone blockers because he believes at four years old that he's a girl or a dragon or a ninja." I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what that's what that is. Um, and that that person then gets shunned, they get rejected, they get they get called. Back in old days with religion, you'd have that person's Satan worshiper. So you, you use the word Satan worshiper to disqualify them from saying anything else. Anything they say would be lies. Even if they said, hey, that priest is fucking that four-year-old. What the fuck? Why don't we stop that? They could then say, that person is the devil. I cannot. I can't listen to what they say. Everything they say is lies, even though I've seen it myself. I don't know. This new religion, same fucking thing. I, 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 this whole thought crystallized in my head just as I was talking. I had the thought earlier, but then I, it grew. The same religion, this new religion of ideologies that you've just come up with and you get together with your Twitter and Facebook, you still won't, you will still not listen to the other side of the argument because you will call them a, a hater like a like a like a hitler or, or a nazi a hitler <laughs> a dracula no you call them a nazi that way anything they say obviously because they're a nazi they're bad even if they're saying something true you're not going to listen to them a uh, person who doesn't want to get it on with a with a guy who's a girl has a dick you know he's a transphobist he can't ar he can't articulate his thoughts this person could literally say well i just don't I, they could do what they want i just don't want to have sex with them <laughs> no you can with your own echo chamber of saying the same thing over and over and over and it repeating it back to you and you you you, you justified in your whole re new religion of isolation and only talking to the people on the facebook you can then say with your set of values hey this motherfucker is a transphobist he does it he doesn't meet the status quo of what we have. You know, who would have thought in a world without religion this would have given been given rise? It's almost like free thought. But free thought is insane. It is an insane thing. People kind of glop together in the same kind of thought patterns. The thought pattern we should all strive to have is thinking freely and understanding the other side. Understanding which I think religion was trying to teach back in the day. Understand your enemy and that kind of thing and forgive them. But that message has been lost. I mean, here you are with your set of ideas and your group of friends. and You have ideas and all you do is uh, shit on other people who have different ideas that are different from yours. And you give them things like, instead of Satan worshiper with your new religion, you call them a Nazi or... Was it alt-right? Alt-right. That's a thing. Alt-left. I don't know if that's a thing. Republican. Liberal. You say these things. These titles. Just so, instead of actually listening to the other side, which, believe it or not, people are complicated. They're nuanced. There's, there's levels to this game. You know? This per people aren't simple individuals to understand. They are very complex. And the thing of promoting free thought, we should also, with that, understand what free thought is. Understanding the other side. Like a scientist, you know? You, you try to disprove your theory yourself. If everyone's disproving their own theories, 
you know, through themselves and and crystallizing a, a a central thought that works. Well, this is this theory that I came up with works because I thought of this, this, and this, and this person said this, and I talked to my peers, and they they are against it, and we couldn't disprove it. it, it that would be something. But no one wants to do that. They they want to they want to come up with their team or their side, and that's it. That's the end all be all. You know, I'm pro pro trans. And anything you say that's against it, even if true, is against my ideology, you know? Just like old religion. You could say something like, hey, um, maybe we shouldn't let the priest talk to the children alone. No, you're a fucking Satan worshiper. Or something like that. I mean, I'm, I'm going to an extreme here. And that just makes the, the point easier to understand. In reality, it's way more complicated than that. If a guy wants to be a girl, so be it. But if he wants to think that there's no difference between genders, I mean, then why are you trying to be the other side? I mean, that's just weird onto itself. And why is it that by accepting your way of life, I have to accept something that's unreal to me? I have to be attracted to you. Like Caitlyn Jenner came out and she's like, isn't she beautiful? And I was like, I don't think so. On my, I was afraid to say anything, honestly, at the time. I didn't understand how to, how to formulate my thoughts because it was a new thing at the time. Here we are looking at this dude who looks like a girl. And we're supposed to look at this person and say, oh, that person's beautiful. But I was like, ugh. And then I, I couldn't get the thought in my head because this guy has a dick. I mean, like, ugh. You know, I mean, I mean, like I've been to Singapore, you know, I mean, there's there's some pretty d dudes there, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not like, hey, man, hey, it's true. They looked better at they were better at it than Caitlyn Jenner, but Caitlyn Jenner, not good. You're not good at it. You, you didn't look good. And but you had a lot of people saying that she looked beautiful. I see that a lot in life where there's a, these ugly people, babies or women or men. Actually, not men, really. I don't really hear much people saying these men are beautiful unless they're, like, chiseled. And that's loud. But if you're fat and hairy, um, you're ugly. But you can be chiseled, and you're naturally considered beautiful. So, But for... <laughs> I can't even think about that. But women, you could be thin, and that's cool. But if you're fat, that's cool, too. You have to then say that th that person is beautiful. I mean, a beautiful maybe inside... You know, I, but we shouldn't be for, you know, I, I mean, if that's your thing, though, that, shouldn't hate that. But you shouldn't be shitting on a person who's not attracted to that. In fact, people should be attracted to what they're attracted to. And we shouldn't shit on each other unless you're attracted to younger kids and you're 80 and, you know, fucking kids like 13. I mean, come on, man. That's why we have laws. But, um, yeah, man, this new whole new religion thing is weird it's weird because that's what it is and people don't see that yet maybe they will but i see that with other people they they have these ways of thinking that is done it's done they don't want to they, they they create these intellectual prisons of them, them themselves caitlin jenner is beautiful they don't see anything else um you put a you put the hairiest looking dude he put a wig on he says i'm a girl oh you're beautiful All right but the guy has beard He's a handsome guy, but you're supposed to say it's a girl. I don't know. It's very confusing. But when you question these sets of values and these thoughts, 
automatically the anti whatever religion you're in you know if you're anti uh gay or something like that or a feminist anti-feminist or anti-women or something like that yeah that's it i remember um matt damon he was talking about the hashtag me too thing he was like well there's a spectrum and just by him questioning it or stating something that like makes kind of sense if you think about it he was ridiculed you know if you're not for the movement you're against it and that's how it is just like bush if you're not with us you're against it you're 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 our enemies you know if you're not with us that's a that's a mentality throughout the ages that we've always had you know if you're not with us you're against us and and that's what we have now you know, and you got a, you got a bunch of people who are cool, and you got other people that are cool, but you you've you've you got the religion of if you're not with us, you're against us, and that's that's a thing, you know. Well, those are my thoughts on the new religion. You think about that. I want you to chew on that, everybody. Ah, people who rock. This is a thought I had, and it's not a long one, but it's a quick one. People who rock are people who are on the side. Uh, how do I put this? They're on the side of what, what. They're the outliers of their own side. Boom. Yes. <laughs> For instance, you got this gay journalist, right? His name is. Uh, what was his name? I like this guy. I like this guy a lot. I didn't even know he was gay. Douglas Keir Murray. He's an author, journalist. Writer, that kind of thing. Author means journalist, right? No, I don't know. Writer, I mean. So he's like, he he was talking about a newspaper article where these two dudes, they're famous guys in Britain. They're they're getting they're married, right? And they're deciding to have a kid. And so they showed a um, was it a sonogram of of the baby in there? And they're two dudes. And he's like. Like he read the article and nothing in it said how they're having the kid. All it was, the two dudes are having a baby and that's it, right? And how that's awesome and what they're going to do with life and everything. But in this guy's – and he said this shit. As he was saying this, I didn't know he was gay. And I thought, man, this guy is going to get killed for this. He goes, how are they having a baby? I wanted to know why. See, I'm gay and I understand. I'm like, holy shit, he's safe because he's gay. Because <laughs> he, he can say that. He can talk about his own people, you know? And he was saying that, like, they're so afraid to say how they're having a kid because it is a biological reality that two men cannot have a child. As of now, with science as it is, in the year 2018, we haven't come up with a way for two men to have a baby without, like, a surrogate or adoption or something like that. And Homeboy wanted to know that. But the news article is so pro-left that they couldn't realize what an actual news story. Like, they're getting married, they're having a kid. Mm, that's that's reporting. How are they having a kid? Because that's, that's just obvious. There has to be a reason. And, and this, this journalist guy was saying that. He goes, yeah, I wanted to know why. But you can tell that they were just afraid to even talk about the elephant in the room because of fear. They only reported on one aspect rather than being real journalists, and that's bad. But like I said, the outliers of their own thing. He isn't a normal person in the respect of his community. 
uh, most gays, if you would have okay, if most people, if you would have said something about those two dudes having a kid and saying, how are they having a kid? You would have been laughed at or ridiculed by that community of people. The entire religion of that people would be like, hey, how the fuck, how dare you? Fucking two men could have a baby. The fuck, obviously. Uh, how dare you think that they couldn't? But the, the real question is, like, how? Like, as in a surrogate, da 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 Let me explain. Him being gay, he's an outlier. He, it's crazy for him to be saying that, you know, that his, his community of people are saying that, but he would be the outlier of that new religion. Um, also, there's also like, I like these people that do that. They're, they're very important people because they're on the side that, and they're more important now in this time than they were in, in, in the, it's almost like if priests were to come out against other priests. See, this form of oppression is happening right now where you can't talk about anything because you're going to insult somebody. But he's like, hey, what about, well, how are they doing this? You know, and he's on that side. It's like a priest outing another priest for doing some nonsense, you know, or a cop outing another cop for doing some nonsense. That's crazy. He's a fucking hero in this time and age of we can't talk about shit because you will be then turned into a satanist or a, a, like lies a heathenist uh back to like old religion talk you know or you're a nazi or you're a whatever the fuck you know um there's like muslim people there, there's muslims out there like there's one guy i forgot his name but he lived in afghanistan or iraq or one of them countries and he wasn't it's not like he was uh, against Islam, he was just talking about the actual bad things that goes down with Islam in those countries. He goes, "This shit sucks, man," and that guy was a hero too because he, <laughs> more so than the gay community, I think, because in it, for for instance, what he was saying could get him killed. Some you know, radical, radical Islamic person could see hear what he says and think of it as like heathenist and try to kill him and. Man, that shit happens, man. Those that one guy who drew the Muhammad as a um I forgot he drew a cartoon and they fucking killed that guy. So for this Muslim dude talking about how it is in those countries, you know, uh psh, man, more power to you. Uh women feminists are great, like the the older ones, I would say. Like this one lady, Christina Hoff Summer Summers. She's a feminist. She's a writer and a feminist. But she gets it too. She understands stuff. Like like she's the one to listen to. Not every not the mass majority of people. That's what makes these people special is the individuals who kind of take a step back from the group and say, "Hey, look, this shit's crazy." And this lady, she is the same kind of thing. You know, she said she wrote a book about how feminism got took taken over because feminism is equality. But feminism has become tyranny in a way because it got hijacked. It's like if you're not <clears> – if you question shit, you're obviously a sexist, you know? And we can have chiseled dudes like, yeah, man, this guy is fucking hot because he has muscles, no shirt. Awesome. You have a girl in a bikini. Oh, my God. You're objectifying women. <laughs> That's how feminism – has been hijacked equality states you should have shirtless dude i mean if anything shirtless girl but let's just say bikini lady and he he's thin and ripped she can't be thin and ripped she has to be fat or something like that we should accept all facets right 
I, I talked about this in one of my podcasts about like um, fat shaming and all that. I mean, like we're not about fat shaming, but I mean, we are trying to strive to be better people. And I don't think striving, it's not hard to be fat. I mean, you just eat a lot of food, right? But it's hard to be better, right? Like as in a person who tries to do more for others or to work out and and eat less, right? Or eat healthy. Why is that a bad thing, right? We need, we need actually, we need fat people to talk about that if that's the case. You need, because you got this whole movement of women who just want to eat as much as they want. And you should accept them for who they are. But, I mean, that's not a healthy attitude. You just want to eat a lot of food and get fat. And that's bad, right, unto itself, right? But you're saying fat's not bad. Fat is bad. Being fat is bad. I am fat, believe it or not. I'm like 30 pounds overweight. And I'm pretty chunky. I'm a little squishy face. And I know that I should get lose weight. And I want to. I mean, I say that, but I don't really. I realize my, fa- my failures here. I'll be playing video games and I'll be fucking... Eating food, man. Hey, man, I tear into some fucking chicken wings, dude. I love food. and But I, I understand, though. If you were to tell me you're fat, I understand it. I mean, you, you know, you're insulting me, but whatever. I mean, I get it. And if I – should I look – I should look thinner. I should try to work to be thinner. I understand that, you know. So why is it that for some reason, I don't know how, women have hijacked this thing in which – or like the fake feminists, they're, they're like saying, oh, you know what? It's okay to be fat, you know? It's okay to be like this. It's okay to be that and da-da-da-da. Not, although it's okay, let's work to be better. Self-improvement should be a thing. But it's not. It's not. Be as big as you want. Eat as much as you want. As long as you're happy, right? But are you happy? Are you? If you just... Keep eating away. No, no, you're not happy. You want to lose weight. What What the problem is is people with this ideology are hurting themselves. They're like, uh, they shame themselves. They hate themselves. You shouldn't really hate yourself per se. You should work to be better. And if you're bad, realize it, understand it, forgive yourself, and move forward. Not move forward and maintain the very thing you forgave yourself for. That'd be stupid. But you know what? I'm fat. I get it. I forgive myself. Let me work harder. You know, that kind of thing. And same thing. And uh, we need more heroes out there, the ones that are on the side. You know, like I saw, I read this um, Black Panther review. It was called Black Panther Woke. And that guy, he's on the side of righteousness. He's a black person talking about how this movie is good and it's okay, but it's not that great. And we're like way too hardcore about it. You know, because it's black people. He's a black person. He can say that. He can say that shit. You know? And that's good. We need more people like that. And that was a long and lengthy podcast, but I had the time and I had the thoughts. And I wanted to put it out there in the ether. So if you're listening to this on the iTunes or the podcast for me, or actually, what am I saying? On SoundCloud or whatever, you know, leave me a comment or whatever forum you have. You know, I'm on the Twitter, at podcast for me, uh, and the Facebook, same thing. And I'm on. You can email me at the same thing, podcast for me at gmail.com. You do all these things, you rate me, and all that good stuff. And uh, if you disagree with a lot of things, we're saying let's have a discussion. Hey, eh? you know what? I'm not that famous though, so 
you know, I probably would respond to the, the one comment or something like that. Anyways, as always, uh, I want to tell people out there to strive to be better than you were before. Well, always move into the direction of being better uh, and not accepting yourself, you know, in in the least. I mean, like, I mean, yeah, of course you can accept who you are, but, you know, move forward. You can always be better. Maybe that's a, di- a, a thing. It's, it's nuanced, isn't it? You know, to accept who you are and to move forward and to be better. The two things can be the same, but different, right? Accepting yourself and moving on. And that, that's, that's people. People are complex. So as always, be better, everybody, than you were yesterday. And stay frosty. It's the devil and the devil is free.